Yes, it's me, J-Caps, and I am back. Back for another episode of The World According to J-Caps. This podcast right here you're listening to. It's true. I've actually been doing this show for a year, but, you know, feels like the first time sometimes. There are times I come on the mic and I'm like, what is the name of this show? I don't even remember. I thought it was going to be easy to remember because it's the world according to. And then I got to remember, what is that? What am I calling myself today? Oh, J-Caps. That's my name now. J-Caps. Got to remember that. That's my name. Cool. So, welcome back. Last week, I thought I was going to quit the whole entire endeavor. But, you know... You gotta, gotta keep making shit up for this podcast, and sometimes you run out of ideas. Let's fade the intro out. And you know what? I'm not gonna go that fast. I'm just gonna let that shit rock for a minute. Sit back, vamp, you know what I mean? That's what the fucking jazz underneath intro shit is for, just to vamp. Like, imagine I had a band that would do this, and I could just talk mindlessly, and that could be my job. Imagine the dream, right? Living the dream. How can I just bullshit, not really feel like I'm working, and yet make a living? Isn't that the scam? The scam of all artists. And now we'll fade that shit out, because that is the best I'm going to do with that. Anyways, thank you so much for hanging out on the show. I gotta say, I'm in very good spirits because I finally reconnected with something I truly enjoy, and that is playing covers of songs on an acoustic or an electric guitar in my, in like my room and not even, and pretending in my mind that it is the best cover of the song next to the artist themselves. Like, I got to tell you about the... One thing that's wonderful about, like, having a hobby is the feeling, is the delusion of grandeur that you have when you are so into the joy of the thing. I mean, the truth is, I'm not the greatest, world's greatest guitarist or singer, but in the moment where I'm getting a cover of a song right... I might as well be better than the artists themselves. Like I like if I play a riff for 2 seconds and I'm getting it right for 2 seconds, I might as well be pissing on Jimi Hendrix's head, just being like eat shit, dude. I'm the fucking greatest guitarist of all time. And I'll fuck it up in like 2 seconds, but for that one minute when I'm like actually doing it good, there's nothing like it in the world. And the last few days I have been playing a lot of music at home, and let me tell you something. It has been more fun than so many other... I, I gotta say, like, it was... Like, I was literally thinking, like, if I quit comedy completely, quit whatever this shit is that I'm doing, and I just put all my energy into being a cover guitarist, like a song covers guitarist, <laughs> how good can I do? If I pivoted, would anybody even notice, like... Is the world that invested in Jake, this version of J-Caps that tomorrow I can't just walk out of the door and be like, nah, dude, I'm actually, my scene now is I play covers of Motown songs for parties and I get the crowd rocking. I mean, I'm not that good. Obviously, I'm a cover musician, but it's an honorable living. You know what I mean? Reliving the reliving nostalgia and rocking out with people. That's my theory, at least. So who knows? Right now, I'm feeling so high off of the vibes of playing music that I'm like, maybe, maybe I'm going to totally, I'm going to transition. I'm going to be, then I will actually understand a little more with like certain communities. You know what I mean? Like I'll understand, wow, like I went, I had to go through a trans, trans uh, formation from being a, like a a, a, so, a so-called comedy guy into a full-time cover musician where I play acoustic guitar and occasionally electric guitar. And I do covers of classic songs that people enjoy. And, and what would my repertoire be? My repertoire would be pretty much, I think, Motown. I'm going to really lean into doing Motown because I love that strummy guitar. Like... 
that type of stuff. Also, ska. Maybe that's what I'm really going for. Let me be honest. Do I wish that somehow I could have just perpetually stayed in the ska music era from when I was 17 years old perpetually? It's sad. It's sad that, you know, time marches on and the, and the momentary thing that you think is the essence of your life actually is like a rolling die and it just rolls down and every era it like whatever lands face up for that era like your your teens your 20s your 30s your 40s now I'm coming into my 50s and 60s so it's like that die has rolled a bunch of times you know what I mean and uh, it's just wild no I did have a birthday and I'm deciding that I'm going to actually be 50 now that's going to be my thing I'm going to skip past these like weird, um, you know, uh, like hermit, like hermit suicide years and go straight to like an old wizened professor. That's I think that's the trajectory because, you know, it's like the uh, the things that somebody. Well, you know, the other thing about that, I think in my perception, I think this is like um a historic perception. But when we were kids, we always looked to the older kids because the older kids seem to have it figured out. And then when like you're in your teens, you think of like stars and, and I don't know, musicians or artists who have it figured out. And then as you get older, you're like, oh man, having it figured out is really hard. It keeps changing the thing you have to figure out. So life always seems um, all over the place. And maybe there's never a time when you have it figured out. Because now I'm like, oh, I'm, I want to pretend to be like I'm 50. But then I'm like, what's the idea behind that? And how can I re-say that to kill a few minutes on this podcast? And that's going to be the first buzzer of the show. It looks like I made it eight minutes without self-destructing. No, probably even less than that. But in any case, um, yeah, I'm... I'm excited about that. Um, and oh, yeah, like I I've, I really did quarantine for COVID. I'm now post-COVID. I'm post-COVID caps. But, um, you know, quarantining again this time, it was shorter. Like I remember back, I kind of, you know, I think no matter what, I have um, positive memories of the lockdown era. Almost that like I wish I in the early lockdown era, I wish it was like a summer camp that I could go back to. But this recent the most recent uh, quarantine I did for my COVID I had last week. You know, here I am a week later on the podcast. It's not like I went anywhere, but my in my mind, I returned to, you know, April 2020, May 2020, you know. So let me just um whether or not you like this podcast, you know, wherever you are in your life, everyone can remember the April and May of 2020. What we were doing, where we were in life, you know what I mean? And now it's 2025 or something like that. Seems so long from that, from back in those times. And yet, those times are tangible to us as the most recent thing that was, I don't know, a little out of the ordinary, you could say, you know? But now here we are, back in the future. And it's like that shit never even happened. It was like, what are you even talking about, COVID? I never heard of that bullshit. Right? So... But, you know, like I always, yeah, so I guess like in the quarantine vibe, that's where I started playing music a lot. And I got to say, um, I'm not kidding about that idea. I think that probably, I don't know, I, I'm really excited about the, about the, about the, the, the proposition of totally turning into a, some type of cover musician and having and making up car like business cards and telling everybody I know that I'm now a cover musician. I may even float the idea that this being a cover musician is 
like I'm going to try to get famous as a cover musician, right? And like, and like put my current job at risk to, to risk the dream of touring, touring the world, doing covers of songs from the 60s and 70s. A total cover artist, right? Unfortunately, the only originality in it would be, you know, the original playlists you come up with every night. But besides that, like, you know, it would be a, a closing of the door to ever doing, you know, your own stuff. You know what I mean? Even though you've honed your whole life to do original content, making up, like, mining your own psyche for something creative. And, you know, e and, and when you look at it, you even achieved things with it. Like, I've, you know, and to take all of that and just throw it away so that you can go on tour playing, like, Motown hits from the 60s up to, like, 75, and also some modern songs, obviously. But the modern songs is where you can get, where, where you can get creative. Like, I'm, I'm going to pick a lot of indie rock songs to throw in the mix, obviously, you know? Because that, that lets... Because remember, when I do a cover, it's better than the artist. Like, that's the thing. Whether or not it's true, I feel like I'm better than the artists that made up the songs. And that's a crazier high than actually getting successful in real life, which is really hard. What I'm thinking of doing is psychologically stealing the win from other musicians and just hitting my brain with dopamine like that what, where crowds of people enjoy the music that I enjoy too. So I'll just be like rocking out on like Motown songs and people will be singing along, losing their fucking minds. And it's like, I'm in the band. It's like, so that would be so cool, you know? So that's what I'm thinking of. And um, we'll see, you know, I'm just starting out now. You know, I was quarantined for only like four days. So like two of those days I played my guitar and... And sure, I stopped after like two and a half hours, but like the concentrated goodness in those probably, let's say, five hours total make me want to completely change my life. And it's exciting. It's really, it's weird. It's like, you know, I, I would think that this is how people feel when they're like finding God for the first time just overwhelmed with the power really like overwhelmed that there could be such a power you know so it's yeah so in, in a way like right now is like a great oneness and then a great empathy with the universe because i've never felt um so like i don't know with, like with faith you could say because there was one thing that was really amazing like, it felt like such an undeniable truth that I was able... You know, I know I agree. I feel like I was going too far with that. I agree. I agree. But I did like... I feel like... You know, let me know. Were you guys in for the cult vibes of... That I... I'm going to throw it all away and become a cover musician? Or did it not go far enough? You know? You guys, if, if you're listening, let that be the debate up here at um, 14 minutes into the show. That's a good, that would be a solid concept. All right. So what's next, guys? Should we look at the news? Do we want to do that? I mean, I always enjoy looking at the news. And it allows me to stop uh, running on fumes, which I think really what I do is I talk at the top of the show about, you know, Marin-style local business and then we got to turn on the computer and we got to open up the motherfucking news. That's right. A lot of people do shit like this on their podcasts, and I am no exception to the rule. Here we go. Let's everybody Google. Google News. Okay. Google News. Let's see what the fuck is going on here. Uh, Google News It is actually... Um, a comprehensive, up-to-date news coverage aggregated from sources all over the world by Google News. All right, and they have uh, some sections. There's top stories, headlines, publisher, center help, and about. So if you don't know already, 
uh, Google. Get the stories that matter to you with Google News. Uh, Google News, by the way, not a sponsor of this podcast, but you get the drift. You get the drift. This is the part of the show where we talk about the sponsor. And right now, Google News. Get the stories that matter to you with Google News. Google News is your source for breaking news headlines and personalized news stories based on your likes and interests. And if you act now, there's a blue button that says download. All right? So check that out. And also, this is one of their their new offer is COVID-19, code COVID-19. Get the latest on hashtag coronavirus pandemic. Learn more at Google News. And thank you, Google News. We, we really appreciate you guys. We, we really, you know, so check that out. And, and now... Um, Going actually on to the website of Google News. All right, your top briefings for today. Students suspect in custody after three football players shot dead and two people wounded at the University of Virginia, police say. Okay, so students suspect in custody after three football players shot dead. No, let's change that part. Student suspects in custody after three football players. All right. Found. We do want the word found in a uh, Honda CRV having lewd sex acts. All right. That is one headline fixed. Student suspect in custody after three football players have lewd sex acts in Honda CRV. Uh, University of Virginia police say. So that's what happened there. Um, okay. Now, next. Next story. Carrie Lake being advised she will likely lose Arizona governor race. Who the fuck is this lady? All right. I don't know what this news story is about, but Carrie Lake, who the fuck is that? Ladies and gentlemen, who the fuck is Carrie Lake? Is, is Should I have known about this person? How come it's like 18 days since the, um, the midterm elections and we have no idea who won or lost yet? It's crazy. This, I think this first happened, what was the first time that like they didn't know who won the presidency after it happened? Do they do that every fucking election now? It's like, what happened? There's too many people to pick. There's too many people to count. Does anybody know how to count up the amount of people in the world? Is is simple addition too hard for the world that we all can't just, like, get in a line outside? I mean, you're telling me the world can't do this, can't assemble in a straight line outside from the beginning of your town to the end of your town, and then one person, <laughs> and then one person walks to every single person and they ask them all the different questions for all like the elections and stuff. <laughs> all right, that's really stupid. All right, you know what? So anyway, um, Carrie Lake, who the hell is this lady though? Carrie Lake, is she cool or dumb? That's my big question. That's because when, whenever I hear there's a Republican guy or something like that, or I don't know, actually anybody from politics, I'm always like, are they just an annoying asshole that some people like for some reason? Why do people like these people? Like they, what, what I don't understand is how people can get behind any of these people in some type of believe in that shit, um, passionate way. It seems absolutely fucking ridiculous that, that we would have any personality that we go ape for. It's cr why, why do we still have that? Humans are so fucked up and fallible, and it's like, but we're still going to, like, what it, What even is the delusion of, like, cult of personality level um, being rewarded for your, quote, talents, where you can move into a different stratosphere of getting treated? I don't know. It's weird. But in any case, I don't know who Carrie Lake is. Um... And I can't get into this article because it's it's by, um, uh, what is it? 
Washington Post. And I don't have like a subscription to Washington Post. So like it just doesn't even let me read the article. I guess I'm just too stupid for Washington Post. You guys are so smart that I need to fucking pay for the news. Well, guess what? You know what? You know who doesn't make me pay for the news? That's right. Google News. Google News is your number one source for just reading at least a list of other news articles. And with the new search bar function, you can just put any news you want in that search bar. And if Google has a few stories about that, they'll tell you. Now, some of them might be behind paywalls, but you can just look to the next story. For instance, I didn't know who the hell Carrie Lake was. So you can put Carrie Lake, A-R-I Lake. And you can search it, and so the article that I can't get into first comes up, and then CNBC, and view full courage. See, this is the cool thing. This is the cool thing about Google News, because Google News, it allows you to look at uh, a bunch of stories at once. So if you, some of these don't have paywalls. So, um, okay, so what happened was, I think Katie... Carrie Lake is an election denier, so she doesn't even believe in elections. So elections don't believe in her. And I think in this is a little allegory that we all can think about. Now, a big part of this podcast from the beginning of it is about whether or not I believe in myself. In fact, I've listened to earlier episodes on this podcast, and I've noticed a frightening trend Apparently, my whole gimmick is just to hit this wrong button and cut my thought off midstream and then be like, I, I am at odds with the very thoughts I'm having. Now, I don't know. Is that who knows if that's like a depressive type of quality to have or something like that? But invariably, I do it. Now, we look at the news today and we see somebody named Carrie um. Oh, what the hell's her name? Carrie Lake. That's also, let me just say, that's a stupid name. Carrie Lake is a confusing name. Lake. Now, here's the thing. My name is Jonathan Kaplan, and I know I can only go so far with that name. A name like Carrie Lake also brings with it, like, associations. This is why I think the first time in my life, I've never wanted to change my name for, like, Hollywood, but, you know... Also, I'm like sort of self-proud or whatever, but if I were to change my name, maybe like Jonathan Kaplan, maybe I should try a different name like Jonathan Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is a very hip sounding name. I wonder if it's her real name or if it's a, a pseudonym to get famous. Well, if it was, but the only reason I bring Carrie Lake up is because she didn't believe in the elections according to this tweet, which... All tweets I, I take as fact. If I read a tweet, I basically feel like I just read scripture and whatever was in that tweet is like ironclad, legally, like you can spend, go ahead, spend $100,000 on a lawyer. That tweet will hold up in court. That's that's the fucking ironclad tweet, um, like, you know, purity I have, right? So um, it says that Ari, that um, Carrie Lake is an election denier. And if she denies elections and yet she goes into elections, that's the same thing as me hitting the wrong buzzer. You see what I'm saying? It's like you got to yes and your own life. She should be a, um, an election believer, you know? that In that way, the elections would not, um, like, fall against her you know what i mean psychologically you have to get behind your own own idea and be excited about it you know what i mean and that's why like i think i'm really coming around once again to the fact that this might be the last episode i ever do as a guy who's trying to like get a laugh out of you next week i very well may be just co constantly practicing all of these cover songs, um, and I got a list. I got a, a bunch of songs I'm going to be learning. Um, and I'll probably just be trying to like look at what, like I guess, 
cover open mics I can play. You know, I'm just going to try to really hit the circuit and like make my rounds and sort of network a little bit in the scene and find out like who the the big players in the cover band scene are. are. And I don't think I'm actually going to get a band. I think I got to get players. I think I got to get um like accompaniment, but I'm definitely the leader of the band. Like I think I'm too much of a psycho to like be sharing uh to be sharing uh creative duties. But you know what though? I do like a collaboration. I think I'm a very hard person to be in a band with. To be honest, if I look over my track record, um, I'm a, I'm something of a tyrant, you know. So we'll see. We're gonna see. We're gonna audition people. So I'm just saying that next week I might not have time to do this podcast anymore. I mean, we'll see. You know, last week I had COVID, so you know, life changes, life moves. It's fluid. You know, I think this is something I'm embracing in my older age. You know, the fluidity of everything. Damn. So anyways, thank you so much. Um, and I think see, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. I have this this um, approval button where I'm saying, yes, I'm going to congratulate myself. I'm going to get a dopamine reaction before the audience has even made um, a reaction to, for themselves. I'm going to approve of my own thought. Taking the uh, taking whether it was good or not away from the audience. Well, actually, now even getting so meta like this, I can I can sense the uh, I can sense I can sense Spencer Fulton Bad coming up behind me and saying, "I'm sorry, Caps. That what the fuck are you talking about? Look back at the news, make some shit that people understand, and get and 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 retreat out of your own asshole." And and to that I say, thank you, Spencer. I appreciate that. And um, with no further ado, all right, Mike Pence says Donald Trump's January 6th actions were reckless in ABC interview. Mike Pence, nobody's thought about that guy in a while. All right, who the fuck gives a shit about Mike Pence? And once again, it's on the Washington Post, which I don't fucking have a subscription for. I got to fucking rig my um, Google News to not show that website because now I can't fucking read anything off of there. They give you like, I think, one article a week or something like that. Again, we here at The World According to JCAPS, like our sponsors, Google News. So I don't really there's not a lot of other news that I really even know about. But I don't like this Washington Post because of this paywall shit. Every time I click on it, I'm trying to do a fucking radio show. I'm not going to look at this shit otherwise. I mean, listen, if we'd be really honest about the type of stuff we hear on podcasts product-wise, you know none of these people are fucking using this shit. You know these people aren't using Fresh Direct or whatever the stupid shit. Like, I don't know. Are people, like, fucking pounding dick pills that hard? Like, what? Like... All these sponsorships, I'm like, I don't even buy other, I'm so set in my ways that like I use the products I use. I'm not fucking going out of my way buying shit. Money's tight, dude. Um, so I don't believe that um, that everybody's like using the products. That, but who knows? You know, I don't, I don't know because I've never had, because I've never had a podcast that ever really had a sponsor. So Let's see. Let's see what energies will win the day. Will it be Caps's self-hating negative energy, or will, will be at this lunatic who wants to fucking start a cover band? What the fuck is that about? All right, now let's get back to the fucking news. Let's finally get to a goddamn article already. Jesus fucking Christ! What the fuck? One of these fucking articles better work. Thousands of University of California. Employees strike for higher pay. Here's a goddamn news article. In one of the nation's biggest strikes in recent years, teaching assistants, researchers, and other workers walked off the job Monday, forcing some classes to be canceled. Right back at you, college students. Now who's getting canceled? Suck our dicks! Hell yeah. This is one I'm actually... I actually like this. I'm going to say, hell yes. I'm for the teachers, dude. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher, motherfucker. It's teachers versus students. Let me tell you all something I've learned over the last year. Because I'm back in school. 
And let me tell you something. Let it be known, it is teacher versus student out there. We can all pretend. We all we can all pretend that everything is peacetime, that we all live in peacetime. But the truth is, is that every day is a battle, you know? And it's like they're they're no they're no more friends of you than just random people in the world. The world isn't all friends. It's very hard to like assimilate and find a way in this world even at our very best working with our full faculties and able to completely like lions in our prime even then with all our acumen it's impossible to fucking break humans are just broken against the natural cruelty of the world and school is no different and you can totally keep the peace when everything is in check when like but it really is. Every single, there is so much conflict. You cannot, um, like, you can't lie to yourself and say that the world is actually in some type of harmony. You can find meditation to give you a moment of, like, clarity and peace in the full chaos of it all. But, like, to, like, observe it as it is, it's like, like an echoing chasm. And um, I actually like that bit, but you know what? I felt I was getting a little too poetic, so um, I cut it off. But in any case, these teachers, they, they, uh, they were like, this is bullshit. Fuck these, fuck these kids and fuck this job, dude. I'm, we're walking out. I think that's awesome because it must have felt sick to just been like, you know what? Fuck the bell. Suck our dicks. We're walking outside. We're not even doing this shit anymore. And it's like some kids running up to them being like, um, I forgot. Like, I didn't do the assignment. You're just like, who gives a shit? Fuck, go fuck yourself. And you just like mush their face into the locker. You'd be like, fuck you, bitch. Go do your homework. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm on strike, dude. Like, you're just like literally like just kicking kids out of the way. It's like, all right, out of here, you know? And then you got like a big sign. You're using it to like just part the crowd. That fucking rocks, dude. So it's happened in Sacramento, which um, California. You know, the first thing I thought when I saw the word California, because a lot of times when you open these articles, you just see a bunch of words and like you read whichever ones like come out toward you. And I read California um, and I immediately thought of the uh, the Redwood forests that. You don't understand, man. Right now, I am sorry to the teachers because this is something like I understand that they have like didn't they weren't getting enough money, but this is my soapbox, right? So like you this article reminds me that right now, dude, they it's so hot this um like this heat wave shit is going on and there's so many fucking redwood trees getting cut down. And it's really not fair. And like I understand you guys don't have enough money for your jobs and shit like and I and I get it that's really sad and you're like the backbone of your university and I don't know I don't know like it does suck like obviously it's like I know teach like teaching does I'm just barely hanging on by a thread so but I mean yeah like I I don't know. Actually, now, now I really did. I really did lose. I really did. And he lost, and he completely lost his train of thought. Let's see if he can remember what, what he was talking about. Um, oh, yeah. I was talking about redwood trees. Just because, like, I am so sick of people changing the subject. It's like, when I think about California, sorry, but I think about redwood trees. So these teachers, by having their own separate strike about their pay or shit, I find it very confusing. So I got so confused that I couldn't even remember remember what, like, it, got, it just the whole thing confused me because I read California and I'm like, some teaching shit in Sacramento? What about the fucking trees? So this article, I'm just going to say, I like it, but I understand why it's actually a bad article. So, all right, let's get, let's, let's go back. Let's go back to the main page. And um, I just want to remember, guys, you are listening to J Caps. This is, I just, sometimes I like to hit that button to like what I think of like a palate cleanser. Um, we can do a couple more, you know? 
every once in a while. I only have so many buttons on this thing, so it's like... You're listening to WJ Caps, the cap. The cap radio. You know, cap, no cap. Cap Cap is uh, like slang for like being a faker or something like that. No cap, that's the thing you want to be. You want to be no cap. That's what you'd say if like you told the whole truth and nothing but the truth, no cap, right? So, but my name is Cap. So maybe I'll change my name next week when I'll um when I'll be fully integrated into the cover music scene. But we have another news. Let's let's go to um as the eighth billionth child is born, who are number fifth, sixth, and seventh? And who knew they were keeping track of the babies like that? Alright, so in BBC News, in BBC News, as the eleven be at the eighth billionth child Hi, I'm a fucking I'm a very, I'm a very, I'm a very aggressive-sounding British man. Okay. BBC News. As the 18th billionth child is born, who were the 5th, 6th, and 7th? And who knew they were keeping track of babies like that? So there's so many, so BBC News, they are, their whole fucking news is just about babies? Ew, honestly? Ew, dude, you guys are pedophiles. BBC, how about this one? The BBC is pedophiles for cutting up a billion children and even keep track of the fifth, sixth, and seventh. Ew. Holy shit, dude. BBC, I didn't know you guys get down like that. The BBC, the world's most English web series, is apparently a fucking bunch of child molesters, and they've been counting the world's population up to an eight billion. That means... Listen to how gross that is. That means the BBC has files, like, honestly, records, Google records, of 8 billion children. And 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 you guys are, like, just going to fucking go and live your lives. And fucking California teachers are going to walk out on their stupid pay shit. Meanwhile, and, and the Redwood Trees. Meanwhile, these motherfuckers at the BBC got billions of children. Pictures of them. That's gross, dude. They should be a fucking arrested for that. All right. So I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry I even brought it up. And am I a controversial web? web am I a controversial um, person for like bringing this story up? I'm probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what everybody's trying to be. Ultimately, being controversial as. As many negative connotations come to it, it really is the coolest thing you can do. Controversy in most cases, adds to the cachet of a creative person, um, especially if it's um, if it's the artist being cooler than the mainstream losers, you know? Of course, mainstream losers, there it is again. It's the, it's the inherent conflict in every relationship because the artists are only the artists for being like pushed into obscurity by the mainstream who they are not like in total peace with. They're in conflict with, in contrast. Even the most generic ass mainstream artist still pushes up against some resistance somewhere in their lives. And it really is like, I think sometimes just like the immense dedication to like a craft where it's like, I know it's like, why start talking about the truth, right? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Going back to the BBC voice. What other news stories does BBC have right now? BBC also released naked pictures of all 8 billion babies. They were just real babies who were in the preemie. They were in that ICU world. For, the ICU ward for babies. You know, you know that part of the hospital which is an ICU ward for babies? Because you know when a baby is born, this is the BBC. When a baby is born, they're most likely to die. That's why we put them in ICU units, says hospital. We finally find out the reason why the babies are all... All the babies are all in this... Mm. <laughs> well, the... <laughs> all right, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
Hell yeah. All right. And now we're playing with... And now we're playing with fire. All right, cool. Welcome back to the J-Caps show. <laughs> Changing... What's the name of this fucking show? This is the problem that I have every single time I try to do this show. Whenever I put on this music, it immediately makes me forget the name of the show and who my name is. J-Caps. The J-Caps show. I actually just said that because it was the first thing that came to mind. So... Anyways, we're gonna get back to the news, and um, we got a great. We're in the middle of the show. I just put this. I just hit this button again because, you know, could this could the opening theme of the show and be the callback theme? Is this a cool? Is this a cool new gimmick I just figured out? Maybe. Well, in any case, thanks so much, and we're gonna get back to the second part of the show right now. That's great. All right, cool. Man kills girlfriend and chops her body into dozens of pieces, Indian police say. Oh, shit. An Indian man allegedly killed his live-in partner six months ago and then chopped her body up into dozens of pieces. How uncool. What a dickhead. This is, this is a guy who is what I'd like to call a dickhead. Okay? He killed his girlfriend and then chopped her body into dozens of... Dozens of pieces. Ew. Can you imagine? Can you look at the person you're in the room with? Okay? And then imagine. Imagine chopping their body. Imagine first killing them. Obviously, we're normal people. We would never do that. But I just want you to imagine, right? Um, imagine. And then, and then killing. that, Going that horrible no-turning-back transgression. Right? That no turning back transgression that like will change your life forever. You're, there's no going back from that. Right? And then chopping their body into dozen, dozens, dozens of pieces. I want to call attention. I want to call attention right now to the word dozens. Now, the dozens means it's 12, right? See? And 12 plus 12 plus 12. That's three dozen. See? 36 pieces. 36 pieces of whoever is in the room with you right now. You've got to kill them, right? First, you've got to kill them. And then you've got to go and cut them into dozens of pieces. Maybe even four dozen. So... 48 pieces of, of, of the person, right? So, exactly. So, hold on a second. Um, BBC reported that it was dozens of pieces. Dozens. Which means five dozen is actually still within the realm of the amount of pieces you have to cut the person that you're in the room with into. This paradox that we've presented ourselves with got into like a little bit of a strange, a strange and horrible downward spiral. When you think of just the division alone, the division alone that has to take place on a human body and the parameters mean that you may have to cut a person up into five dozen pieces, which is, I think, 60. 60 different isolated pieces of a person up. That is... That's a really... That is so, like, much to have to ask of somebody. And this guy did that. He might have even... He might have even cut this lady up into eight dozen pieces. That's... Like almost a hundred pieces. <laughs> it's almost a hundred pieces, guys. A hundred pieces of his ex-girlfriend, his actual current girlfriend. Not even his damn, he killed his girlfriend. I wonder how long it was before like I wonder how the relationship was going right before. Like, hopefully not good. I mean like if I mean, it would be really bad if it was going really good. That would be really bad. That would be the most evil. If his 
relationship with the girl was going so like idyllically, like wonderful. Like when you even hear the word girlfriend, and I hope that connotates, I hope that brings up connotates, honestly. I hope that connotes for you guys like warm summer memories, right? Like really beautiful memories of, of your youth. Uh, and anyway, this guy who killed his girlfriend, I like he would be the I mean, he's obviously he's obviously regardless of whether his girlfriend was in a fight or it was idyllic. I still think this guy is really a really bad guy. I don't like I do not like what he did. I mean, if you ask me, I would never do that. I would never kill anybody. And I think my track record proves it. I think if you look back at my life, I never even came close to killing anybody ever. And I can be proud. And I can stand with pride knowing that I am not a murderer. And it's a, and it's something I'm proud of. You know, this fucking loser can't say that for himself. In fact, when, when he thinks of the one person he killed, he has to also remember that he also cut them up into like six or seven dozen pieces, which is a, a, an unreasonable and unnecessary thing to do. I mean, if you kill somebody, what the fuck is this? You're going to hide the body? Like, what, do you, what is that going to... You know what's going to happen. Even if you do get rid of the body, you'll have to be followed by the telltale heart. And the telltale heart will follow you into every room and it will be under the very floorboards until you drive yourself mad. And that is, some say, a fate worse than death. So in any case, um, yeah, I guess we were what we we're saying is that this is not, we do not, I know we joke around a lot on this podcast, but we don't, I don't think that this is, this is not the way to treat your girlfriend. This is, that is really, listen, if you're, if you are having a bad relationship then try to talk it out. Just try to talk it out first. And um, and if you ha- and if you it comes to the point where like you should you think you should be in a different relationship, then you should be honest. You shouldn't be afraid to speak your truth and move on with your life in a positive in a positive direction. Uh, because life is is like it's we're 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 lucky that we should be grateful for every day that we have on this planet um and no problem is worth killing somebody and chopping their body into like m- multiple dozens of pieces <laughs> i'm sorry guys now i guess you know what it's like i am going to have to um i'm going to have to just like stop doing this type of stuff and just start like doing covers of songs like in in this band this like solo band i guess i'm gonna make but it's gonna be a cover band and i really think that this is the the right direction for me so anyways anyway let's get back to some of the news i think this was i'm gonna say i'm gonna say we figured a way out of that one okay this this was a hard article to do because of the gruesomeness of it really i think that you know, this is a thing. I'm going to just do another ad. You might be wondering where we get these articles on Google News. But the truth is we don't even make any of them. Because on Google News, we just get other websites to write the articles. And then we put them together on a page. So you don't even know what type of grab bag shit you're going to get to. You're going to hear an article about Trump and then 16 articles about a new iPhone app. And then an article about a guy who killed his girlfriend and then chopped her up. We literally have no idea. We do put them in sections, but beyond that, like you can get any type of news that's being reported in any type of those sections. And that's how classification works. Remember, Google is ultimately a search engine, so we just search other stuff, all right? So anyway, thank you so much, and remember, um, use hashtag code COVID-19 for a bunch of articles about where the current uh, statuses of the COVID coronavirus pandemic, which I guess is still going on. I don't know what happened to it. And remember, it used to be, we used to have a lot of articles on right here on Google News. Now back to your show. All right. 
Okay, guys, thanks so much. All right. All right, Apple hit with class action. Alleged it tracks the users despite privacy assurances. Okay. Apple fucked everybody up because they were tracking them. Who, who knew? Well, it turned out that the iPhone, which is, if you have never heard of it, it is a, um, it's like a little computer, like a, a super powerful computer beyond the scope of your wildest dreams as a kid in the 90s. Like a machine that could truly be a like high-end film camera, like audio recorder, fucking MIDI controller, like gyroscopic um, ultimate like map, like all these features of life in the 90s all rolled into one, like, you know, um, AAA triptychs on Google Maps for free, like really wild, crazy shit that you would never even think of. Like this, the whole like social media networking, like networking like that with no people. And would you imagine that all that time, the Apple phone was keeping track, keeping tabs of your location and shit? Because in that phone, there's actually a location device. And the phone actually, believe it or not, asks you a trillion different times a day, what's your name and all your secret passwords? All day, it bombards you with answering the same code over and over and over again. Um, so a couple times, like they, it slipped through. And believe it or not, we actually, by using these phones for all these years, we've been sending data to Apple. Um, and I feel fucking, I feel stupid about it. I mean, I feel stupid for even going down this very hackneyed premise, but also... I, Apple did have a um, an ad where they had a multicultural person with an iPhone in their face, and it said, privacy, that's iPhone. And I know it doesn't have the legal legitimacy of a tweet, but it also is an ad, which is almost like a tweet. It means that it should be no cap telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help them God. But apparently... Apple is now the autocratic state that it always railed against back when it was making 1984-ass commercials back in the 1980s, 45 years ago. Well, if that's your game, Apple, well, if that's your game, Apple, two can play at that game. All right, guys, thank you so much. Uh, This was a really fun episode, and we'll see you next week. Uh, And I'll probably be a cover musician at that point.